0: everyone thank you for joining me again today i can only believe that you're feeling like i'm feeling that the world is in a weird place right now there are things happening that frankly we can't believe as christians we are being faced with things that our generation and maybe the generation before us have never faced things that are affecting our homeland in ways we've never expected. God is trying to get his church to wake up to these new issues. And while the church may think it's floundering, God has a different opinion. The church is waking up and he is calling the church to step into the gap. And he gave me a scripture, chapter 37 from Ezekiel, that would give us a hint as to what he wants us to do. In the church stepping up, basically he's asking the church to say what he says, both in his written word and in his spoken word. And today we're going to talk about Ezekiel chapter 37 and dry bones. First, let me read chapter 37 from the King James Bible. The hand of the Lord was upon me, and carried me out in the Spirit of the Lord, and set me down in the midst of the valley, which was full of bones, and caused me to pass by them round about. And behold, there were very many in the open valley, and lo, they were very dry. And he said unto me, Son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord God, thou knowest. Again he said to me, Prophesy upon these bones, and say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God unto these bones, Behold, I will cause breath to enter into you, and ye shall live. And I will lay sinews upon you, and I will bring up flesh upon you, and cover you with skin, and put breath in you, and ye shall live, and ye shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded, and I as I prophesied there was a noise, and behold a shaking, and the bones came together bone to his bone. And when I beheld, lo the sinews. And the flesh came upon them, and the skin covered them above, but there was no breath in them. Then said he unto me, Prophesy unto the wind, prophesy, son of man, and say to the wind, Thus says the Lord God, Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain, that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and the breath came unto them. And they lived and stood upon their feet, an exceedingly great army. Then he said unto me, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. Behold, they say, Our bones are dried, and our hope is lost. We are cut off from our parts. Therefore prophesy and say unto them, Thus saith the Lord God, Behold, O my people, I will open your graves and cause you to come out of your graves and bring you into the land of Israel. And ye shall know that I am the Lord. When I have opened your graves, O my people, and brought you up out of your graves, and shall put my Spirit in you, and you shall live, and I shall place you in your own land, then shall you know that I, the Lord, have spoken it, and performed it, saith the Lord. Now let's analyze this a little bit. The hand of the Lord was upon me and carried me out in the Spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley, which was full of bones. The Lord was speaking to Ezekiel, and he carried him by the Spirit to a place, to a valley, and it was real to Ezekiel. He saw this, he felt it, he experienced the place, and caused me to pass by them round about. And behold, there were very many in the open valley, and lo, they were very dry. So it was in a place, and the bones were obviously representing something to him. He noticed that they were beyond dead, well beyond, been there a long time and disintegrating. And in the spirit, we know that something is being shown to Ezekiel here and us in our current day. And he said unto me, Son of man, which human, Son of man, can these bones live? Now, he asked this question, the Lord asked this question of, of Ezekiel, but Ezekiel doesn't have an answer. In fact, I think he's struggling with the question, he sees that there's really no way that these bones are going to become living human beings again. And so he defers and he says, well, you know, Lord. And he said unto me, son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord God, thou knowest. And again, he said unto me, prophesy upon these bones and say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Now, this is very interesting. He's asking Ezekiel to talk to the bones. Now, why didn't God talk to the bones and show Ezekiel what he was to do? Or just do it himself and let Ezekiel witness the miracle? But he didn't. He says, I want you to get involved in this. This is the way it should be that you be involved in this miracle that you operate in the power of God. Now also, he was saying that these bones were going to hear the word of God. Thus saith the Lord God unto these bones, Behold, I will cause breath to enter into you, and ye shall live. Now there's the miracle. Now what does that have to do with us today? We are to listen to the Lord, whether we're reading the Scriptures, faith cometh by hearing or hearing by the Word of God, whether we're reading the Scripture, or God speaks to us in that still, small voice. So, I will cause breath to enter into you, and ye shall live. Amazing. What an amazing story. Can we do that today? Can that be done today? there is no beginning. There is no end to what God says. His word never fails. It shall not fall to the ground. So, he's talking to us just like he's talking to Ezekiel. Now, do I expect you to go out and find a dry bone and talk to it? No, I expect you to do what God tells you to do, God will tell you what your ministry is, what he raised you up to do, what your gift is, and he will show you how to use it and when to use it. In verse 6, it goes on, And I will lay sinews upon you, and will bring flesh upon you, and cover you with skin, and put breath in you, and ye shall live, and ye shall know that I am the Lord. Here's where he's telling the mechanics of what shall happen. You know, he's talking about put breath in you. Now, hold on to that thought because we're going to talk about that a little bit later in this chapter. So I prophesied as I was commanded, and as I prophesied, there was a noise, and behold, a shaking, and the bones came together, bone to his bone. Now, this is interesting, too. God was using, is using, does use, will use his creation to, to help bring about the miracle, in this case and in most cases. Now, God does God do things on his own? Sure, he does. But most of the time, he will use what he created. He will work through the creation. He uses the man, and he uses the earth. The earth starts shaking, and through the shaking, he brings in an alignment. Bone to his bone, meaning joint comes to the proper joint. And that is what will happen when we start speaking the word of God as it is written and as we hear it. And when I beheld, lo, the sinews and the flesh came upon them, and the skin covered them above, but there was no breath in them. Now, notice that the bodies have come together. We now see human bodies. They're laying there lifeless. There's no breath in there. Now we're going to talk about breath in a couple of forms. Then there was no breath in them. Then he said unto me, prophesy unto the wind, prophesy, son of man, and say to the wind, thus saith the Lord God, come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and the breath came into them, and they lived and stood upon their feet, an exceeding great army. Now, this is interesting. Now they have breath. They were, became alive, as we would know people to be alive as we live and breathe on this earth, and they were together, but he calls them an army, in other words, an army to do battle. And the same thing is being said of us in the church today. We are here to do spiritual battle. Now, do I mean we have to be in that, uh, in that frame of war, man against man? No. We are instruments of God. We walk in with the armor of God. We stand in prayer. We stand in the power of God and even in joy, in, joy, in the joy of the Lord which is our strength. Then he said unto me, son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. Now, we're grafted into the house of Israel. We are part of that house. So, he's speaking to us in this moment, not only Israel. And yes, he is speaking of a time dealing with Israel in this prophecy, uh, in this, I'll call it, story. But It is timeless. God's word is timeless. Behold, they say, our bones are dried and our hope is lost. We are cut off from our parts. Now, this is very, very interesting. Here they are an army assembled. They are back together. They are human bodies. They can breathe. So, they are technically alive in the world, but what's wrong? What's wrong with the picture? They still aren't alive spiritually. In other words, they don't see what God sees. They don't, they don't hear what God hears or what God is saying. Apparently, they miss something. Therefore, prophesy and say unto them. So he's asking Ezekiel to, to again come to the fore and speak again as he commands. Therefore prophesy and say unto them, Thus saith the Lord God, Behold, O my people, I will open your graves and cause you to come up out of your graves and will bring you into the land of Israel. Now, what does that mean? They're not in their graves. They're standing there. As I said, they're assembled. So what must we be talking about here? He's talking about dead spiritually. They're not alive in our eternal sense. In other words, going to be with the Lord alive. And ye shall know that I am the Lord. When I have opened your graves, O my people, and brought you up out of your graves, and shall, here it is, and shall put my spirit in you, and ye shall live, and I shall place you in your own land. Now now they're alive. And that's where we are. We're spirit-filled Christians made alive. This is where we stand and are able to become part and, and join with God to do His work in the earth, just as we were designed and commanded to do. And then I'll finish, and it says, Then shall you know that I, the Lord, have spoken it and performed it, saith the Lord. So we go through this exercise, and it's certainly more than an exercise. I don't mean to diminish it, but God is speaking to us in this chapter. He's saying, I'm going to take your dry bones, the dry bones of those around you, and I'm going to command you to call them to life to bring them into a life with our Lord. Now, that's something, that's why we're here. That's what we call a ministry. Now, we can do it in so many ways. You can do it like I'm doing, this podcast. You can get up in church. You can go out on a street corner. You can simply meet someone in a grocery store, and as you're called on by the Lord, minister to them. Pray for healing. Pray for whatever is ailing them. Help them. Show them God's mercy. So, with that, I leave you with the idea that we are in a world of dry bones, and we are now being called on to stand up. The time has come. The church is alive and well, and with your help, will be. In a greater, greater position to help more and more people. Now let's think about what we've just learned through the scripture and pray. Father, you said and Proverb 18.21, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Isaiah 55.11 says, So shall my word be that go forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. Father, we pray for our country. We pray for the nations of the world, Lord, that the corrupt leadership shall fall. Woe unto them that decree unrighteous decrees and that right grievousness which they have prescribed to turn aside the needy from judgment and to take away the right from the poor of the people that widows may be their prey and that they may rob the fatherness we come against that lord in jesus name you abhor it and we speak righteousness and justice father we thank you that you are the father of justice and all must be just in your eyes there is payment for evil and we speak it we speak the payment to be extracted from the evil ones in Jesus' name. They shall fall. They shall not prevail. Justice will prevail. And, Father, the pestilence, the plague. We speak your word to the plague. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. Psalm 91.10 Therefore, we say to the plague, die, die at the root, never to be reborn or be recreated. And those that would inflict this on the world shall also pay the price. Your word is righteous, your word is just, and your word is healing power. Father, we see these Wrongs made right before our very eyes. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. We speak life, Lord, and we speak death to sickness and corruption. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you for joining me today. I really enjoy this time together. I want to let you know that there is now a website called PrayTheTruth.com. That's PrayTheTruth, actually all one word.com. Please go. Let me know what you think. On the site, you'll be able to click on the episode you want to listen to. When you reach the episode page, there is a place for you to leave your comments, please do. Also, if you have a prayer request, please leave it there. Also, when you leave the site, there is a pop-up that will allow you to leave a prayer request. Thank you for listening, and we'll meet again next time. Thank you. God bless you. Bye now.